This is At Home with the Oregonian. I'm Lizzie Acker. Each week we check in on some of Oregon's favorite people from a safe and responsible distance. Follow The Oregonian on Facebook or YouTube to watch these conversations live. Hello and welcome to At Home with the Oregonian where we talk to some of Oregon's best people and find out how they are holding up during this pandemic. Today our guest is Curtis Cook. Curtis is a comedian and writer whose work has been featured on IFC, Viceland, and Comedy Central. And while he is currently in LA, he was once a hilarious comedian in Portland. Now he's a hilarious comedian in California, but that's where all the hilarious comedians <laughs> go. So if we're going to talk to comedians, we have to talk to people in California. It's just the way it works. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Curtis. How are you doing? Hello, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Um, I have the day off tomorrow, so this is like my last thing. So it's like, a fun last thing. I get to talk to a fun person. And then oh, yeah. well, I'm going to go you. home. That sounds really nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think it should be pretty nice. It's beautiful here, but um, I was just mentioning that you, you're you where in LA do you live? I mean, you don't have to like give us your address. I don't want people to come to your house, but yeah. Uh, we are uh, right. Uh, uh, we're, on, we're in Korea time. Okay. Do you go to the beach? Is that a thing that like in my dreams of California living, I'm like just at the beach all the time. There was a time. <laughs> we Back in yeah, there was a before time. Yeah. Uh, oh, I remember, live, I remember it. We used to live in. Um, well, my wife uh, just recently graduated. Uh, maybe like oh, almost exactly a year ago, graduated from UCLA from grad school. So we used to live over in Culver City and went to the beach a lot more then. Yeah. And then when she got out, we moved this way so we could be a little closer to everything. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Um, you mentioned your wife, and that's actually like the main thing I wanted to talk to you about. She's pretty great. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. I always what I mean. You're a very hilarious person, but I feel like every time you talked about your one-time girlfriend, now wife, it was just sometimes people talk about their partners in comedy, and it's sort of sad or depressing. But it just I always got the <laughs> feeling that you like really love this person, <laughs> and so I was very thrilled to see on Instagram that you got married, even though you know. Obviously, I'm a married person who always was like, getting married is all about like the patriarchy, and you won't see me doing that. <laughs> but here I am married, <laughs> so who who knows? Um, how how do you feel? How's marriage so far? Good. It's been like maybe three weeks. What day is it? I think it's been like just over three weeks. Feels good so far. Uh, hopefully not too patriarchal. We've been trying to level everything out. Yeah, now um, that you're married, you're finally doing that. Yeah, now's the time. <laughs> <laughs> we would have hyphenated. She was already hyphenated. Now she has three names. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, she made, her, she made her original to her middle. Okay. Now she's Brandon Rockwell Charlene Cook. That's a beautiful and long name. It's and our we, best effort. It's great. No, we hyphenated my baby's last name. Our baby. She's not just my baby. Her. No, take the power. You it's made our it. baby. <laughs> I didn't make it, but it, there was some assistance. I don't want to get into it. It's a PG-13 <laughs> show, but you probably know about it. Okay, I'm not going to explain it to you. <laughs> um, but yeah, we hyphenated her last name. And I I think it's cool to have a hyphenated last name. Yeah. Some people thought 
Oh, that's a long last name. But with a last name like Acker, you don't want to not pass that on to your child because that alphabetical privilege is oh, yeah. serious. It's really C's special. pretty good. C is pretty good, but like AC. Oh, yeah. You're not going to do much better than that. No. I, there was a there was a Acevedo that I went to school with who was the only person who was ever ahead of me alphabetically. Oh, A-C-E. instead of A-C-E-A. Anyway, thrilling stuff. Thrilling are, we to, are we allowed to swear? I don't. We're not supposed to, but I, I oh, have. No. Yeah. Do you feel like swearing this conversation? Oh. This is so intense. You're like, I feel like I might start swearing. <laughs> I was well, good riddance to that kid. Good riddance yeah. is a fun way to not say the other version. That's that. yeah. That's true. Yeah, he had a locker. Um, in front of mine because the lockers were alphabetical. He had locker number one. But I always got to have lock, like, ahead of my brother, who's just a year younger than me, because E is before M. His name starts with N. Um, Are you the older sibling? I am the older sibling. I know. People oh. get confused because he has, like, a huge white beard. Yeah. But, <laughs> and he's, like, a foot taller than me, but, yeah, I'm older. 13 Whoa. months older. He was, Whoa. He was a little bit of a mistake, but, like, a happy mistake. It seems like, yeah, I think your mom, I don't know. Hey, it worked. <laughs> we don't need to get into the specifics once again about how babies are made. But. I've read books that there might, maybe there should be a rest period if you can afford one. But if you if you can't. I would suggest it. I mean, as a person who has an eight-month-old baby, I absolutely can't imagine <laughs> being pregnant. Like, already you yeah. can see the, like, bags under my eyes and the, like, just the tiredness. People just always look at me and they say, are you, are you tired? I'm like, I guess, but I think I'm beyond tired at this point. I'm also old. I'm older than you. I I remember when I first saw you, I was Mikey, my brother told me how young you were. And I was like, Oh my God, this guy's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, How, I mean, how old were you when you started doing comedy? 20? 20? 20? 1920? Oh, you couldn't I know that I was, yeah, I was not supposed to be in that. But you so, were. Yeah, not drinking. We're <laughs> <laughs> not having any of the fun parts of comedy. <laughs> the bad part where you're a broken person sharing your opinions. Uh, but yeah, so then I, when I met you, I probably was maybe 22. Wow. Dang. So you're not even 30 yet? Is that, is that what I'm getting from this? Not, not yet. Wow. We'll see. One day it'll come. I hear it's pretty chill. I'm looking it's forward to it. It's super chill, but you have the whole, you have the your whole life ahead of you. What a dream. That sounds like a threat. <laughs> you, have, it. you could make so many mistakes still. And I will. Oh, God. Man. Well, um, is this beard you're growing? Is this like a quarantine beard or is it just like a... It is more of a quarantine beard. I, mm-hmm. I trimmed it uh, a few, a bit ago for the, for the uh, I guess, uh, for the, the, our, our, our pseudo ceremony at the mm-hmm. courthouse. Um, but I just want to see what happens with it yeah. while I can. I mean, honestly, if I had the ability to grow a beard, I would do the abs- the same thing. It's like... This is what you're so are, you, 
I don't want to pry. I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, I'll, ask, ask I'll, I'll volunteer my wife's information. Are you growing? <laughs> are you growing everything out? Because she's oh. been really enjoying the lack of social pressures. I um occasionally. What what I'll say is I like shave do shave my legs. Um, but otherwise, you know, after like two thousand and eight, I pretty much was like. I don't need to worry about some of the other stuff. <laughs> I, if, I was oh. for, if I was working for Willamette Week, I would go more into this with you. But I just feel like the Oregonian, they're not going to be too oh, thrilled. Really. If I, I, just, tell you. I just realized what I was really referring to was, <laughs> was legs and armpits. And I completely <laughs> forgot about, <laughs> about other uh, social pressure. So that okay, yeah. An ally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah, that's what I was talking about too. But um, I've been growing my hair out accident. Like that—that's probably what we were talking about. <laughs> I think my bosses are all on furlough or something, so maybe they won't notice what we're talking about. Um, so you're, you're, are you locked down still? Pretty like tight? Are you? Are you like kind of giving it up? We're uh. We went out for the first like non-grocery related thing in three months for the protests. Okay. Um, because that was like, we like kind of sat down and had our comfort level conversation and we're like, mm-hmm. I think we might have to risk getting sick for something like this. Yeah. Um, but now that LA's rates are like record in the country, we're like, unfortunately having to reevaluate our, our situation really our whole our whole steez has been like well we're black so we're just gonna make sure we're okay and that kind of counts as being radical maybe i (laughs) I think it does we're working it out i do think that it's it is pretty much on white people to to go out and get sick (laughs) a a a lot of people aren't getting sick at protests I mean, if people are wearing masks. Yeah, that's true. Most of the most of this is coming from like the fucking. Or, oh, sorry, most of this is coming from the the jerks, the crummy jerks, the crummy the jerks, farmers markets and stuff without covering up. But. I know, but I do think that you have a good point. That like, I think that black people shouldn't have to go to protests. <laughs> it's already it's bad, you know. Like it's bad. time for white people to, to, I mean, it's like been time for white people to do something. <laughs> I guess now is also the time since it's always the time, but uh, um, it's, just, it's just a circle. It's a circle. It is, but, but it's been cool to see everybody like, you know, it's, I feel like uh, the misery of the inciting uh, incidents and the misery of COVID and the misery of everything else that's going on. It's one of the few pleasures has been seeing how, who chooses and how many people have chosen to get together and be for good things. Right. No, no, no. That's the most positive thing I'm going to say, but I just wanted to be able to say some one nice thing about anything. Yeah. Well, I've had this thought that like, I wonder if, because the whole, our whole lives just like dramatically changed in March, like, everything basically changed i'm like i wonder if these protests will if it's possible that the the world can change because like it did just change so maybe like yeah maybe this isn't going to be the exact same thing over and over again i mean it's kind of crazy to me that people are suddenly like wow did you know that this whole country was built on like rape and murder 
<laughs> if you're just finding it, is, it out now. It is so wild to see people learn that. <laughs> I know. How did you miss it? That's my question. Like, I understand that we don't teach it in school, but like, there's a lot you don't we don't learn in school that you still know. Like, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I guess, yeah. Who knows? I'm glad they're learning it now, you know? What a crazy time to learn it. You're right, though. I guess I didn't even, I've never thought of that. Like, it is, we did all pretty quickly realize what and who we need and who will actually be there for us. And that does make it easy to believe that we can change things. Yeah. Wow. I I don't know. I don't know. Big things. It's going to be so sad if it takes a global pandemic to fix racism. I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> it's like we, had, we asked nicely for like 400 years, but it turned out it was this deadly disease. I'm just going to fucking, uh, sorry. I'm just going like, to just like get super into like disease making, if that's what it is. Like, I mean, it's like basically 12 monkeys. Was that not Brad? I mean, not yeah. racism, but it was like, we got to fix the world. The only way we can fix the world is like disease. <laughs> it is right. I'm for it. Know. I'm for it. I know. Well, I guess I was going to say, like, it would be also really sad. What? It would be really sad if, if a pandemic finally fixes racism, but wouldn't it be sadder if a pandemic doesn't change anything? And we're just like, like in a year, we're like, oh, that was weird. That's, that's happening. Yeah, that's kind of my concern is that like in a year, we're going to be like, everything's going to be the same. Everyone who's been elected is still going to be elected. And we're just going to be like, used to be called Splash Mountain. But we changed <laughs> that. But we actually changed it back because it turns out it was too much work to <laughs> used, so we just went back to Splash Mountain. Why did they make it? I just saw that before I hopped on. Yeah. Why did they make it the Princess and the Frog? Wasn't she a frog? Most of the, isn't that also not great? Yeah, <laughs> make I, a new movie? I think it doesn't seem like the best solution, but <laughs> I am not employed by Disney. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh, I think oh. my baby's probably going to show up. I, I know, I, I know. I don't know if you, or the Oregonian is not currently owned by Disney, but come here. <laughs> the baby is now crawling, so she's crawling over to me. Oh, um, hey, developmental milestone over That's incredible. I know. Um, gotta move things that she might eat though, because she likes to put things in her mouth. Do you wanna come over here and meet Curtis? Or are you just gonna crawl? Oh, she's coming. <laughs> Takes a little while. <laughs> Okay, here. Oh, there she is. Oh, hello. <laughs> what do you have in your pocket? <laughs> is that a, a croissant? What is that? It looks like a Duplo pig. Oh. I blame my mom for that, but we'll just. Look <laughs> at this sweet Oh. Hello. All right, now that you're married and you're not 30 yet, are you ready for the onslaught of people who are going to be like, oh, when are you going to have babies? Oh, I've been pretty vocal about my desire to get my wife pregnant for years now. <laughs> uh, we probably would have, st- like, I don't know. We probably would be in the throes of it, but we've been hearing about you people dealing with them all day, and it sounds horrible. Well, it is, but it, there's also benefits. I mean, like, I would, she would be in daycare. 
I wouldn't be allowed to just like show up at work with my baby and be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but now people are like, oh, it's so sad. Ah! You have to do it. <laughs> oh, no. oh is that a good or a bad? Oh, it's fine. She'll go to my mouth. <laughs> is that a, a, a sad cry or no, a happy no. cry? That was just an expressive cry, I think. Mm. She just wants, she doesn't know any words yet. So she's just trying to communicate. <laughs> Have you uh, have you seen that Netflix series Babies? I started watching it when she was really little, and I was like nursing all the time, and it was awesome. And then I haven't gotten back into it now that uh, I feel bad watching TV in front of her because, like, you gotta you gotta get I mean, forget her screen time rules, mess up her brain, <laughs> and watch Babies because that is that mess is crazy. Yeah, have you yeah. seen the movie Babies? No, there's oh a movie. My, oh my god, you have to watch it. It's like this documentary. Oh, look, it's the one where there are all the babies in the world, right? Uh, yeah, oh I my god, I love babies. Oh, you're gonna love having a baby. Uh, I'm looking like, forward to it. Yeah. IUD's got a few more years, but I mean, one day. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I had known him when I was 37. I had just turned That's 37. Right. And people and the the nurses like every time you're in the hospital and they like switch a nurse they're like they give the per, they give the next nurse like a rundown of who you are and they kept being like well she's 37 and I was like look I've been 37 for like nine days can you just say she's yeah basically 36 <laughs> I I've been reading a little more about it I guess. I don't know why. I don't know. But I didn't know it was, do you have a geriatric womb at 35, which is, just seems very rude. <laughs> like just one organ in your body is old and the rest of you is still a thriving woman. It's not even like old. It's like geriatric, like as if that makes it better. It sounds like like you're in an old age home. I mean, geriatric yeah. sounds so bad. Like my oh, uterus is like. Just a sag. <laughs> But everything else is fine. It's just that one part. But then I read, so there's been all, all this pressure on, like, women to have kids soon. But then I was reading that, like, just relatively recently, they were like, what if, what if it's, what if it's the, what if it's come? And so finally they were like, what if, because, like, eggs, right, are, like, all there when you're born. Yeah. Like, here's all your eggs. But, like, right. men have to make it every time. And as you get older, you make it worse. And then finally they were like, oh, it's the men who are. I, th- I think it's, I think it clearly is the men. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the men are in charge of everything. So they don't want them there. But, well, uh, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, if we solve racism before we solve sexism, I'll come back for you. Thank and you. I hope I hope the feelings mutual. Whichever problem we solve first. Oh yeah, I will. I will. If, if we solve sexism first, I'll come back. <laughs> you. Um, yeah, I I think that um, you should wait a little while if you want to. But having a baby is like pretty fun. But only if I mean, it's also really fun to be in your twenties and and do like dumb stuff. There's nothing for us to do. That's true. Right now, there is a drunken play banana grams. <laughs> okay, but I do believe that there may be a time. I hope. I don't know. 
we have to go soon. But I'm like, I know I'm just going to get in. time to talk about my, my worries about vaccines. <laughs> I'm not an, I'm a pro vaccine. No, I'm a pro vaccine. But if you think that I'm getting in line first thing, I'm not getting Tuskegee <laughs> up in here. You can get the first round of people. They're already testing it in Detroit, which is like, so the blackest city in America was like, go ahead and shoot us full of drugs. <laughs> this place is crazy. I don't know. Is wild. What the heck? Like, the president's like an anti-vaxxer. I, I can't, I can't. Is he? I'm, I'm, I'm not even, I don't know. Maybe he's not, but it just seems like I don't, yeah, I would rather have a vaccine that's been tested for a while. Yeah. I don't want to be like, you know, those mesothelioma commercials. Yeah. I don't want to be. Like, that's what I'm, yeah. I don't want our generation to be like, did you have COVID vaccine trial one? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't want my children to get some large settlement because I like. Uh, yeah. Oof, and it's it sucks oh. because it's like, like you know, the government does not have a good history of not experimenting on people, and especially people of color. Not ideal. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be. We'll I am going to wait till the white people start getting the shots and then I'm reconsider it. I think that's reasonable. <laughs> I support that and, like, yeah, me too. <laughs> wait, I'm <laughs> – shoot, I guess that's what I have to do. But, well, I'll do it. I've benefited from white privilege, so I can do this. <laughs> um, I have, definitely. Uh, well – Let's see, I usually ask people like a bunch of questions about like what they're doing, what the craziest thing they've bought in uh, lockdown is. Have you bought anything crazy? Uh, not, not particularly. Mm-hmm. I got really drunk like several months before the shutdown and ordered a trombone off Amazon for like $100. Turns out trombones, I, I thought they were going to be, like not $100 is a chunk of change. That's but a I thought, trombone. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was going to be like really expensive. So I've been working on that. I've got, I'm almost down, to, I've almost got Good King's Winston's Sloss down pretty good. I think by Christmas I'll be ready. Yeah. Uh, so I'm doing my Suzuki method on that. What's up? I'm a former trombone player. You have any hot tips? Uh, looks cool. That's all I can say. <laughs> it looks so cool. It is not a great instrument. It cannot do much, but it is. No. Fun. <laughs> uh, it's pretty boring. I I played trombone at, and baritone and tuba through my middle school, high school uh, band. Oh, uh, I know who you were. Yeah, I know. Pretty obvious at this point. <laughs> but I was never very good at it because my I had a band director, the same band director from sixth grade to like senior year of high school and he was one of those guys who just like if he liked you then he just was like oh yeah hey so I never practiced I was not good and he he just liked me and that that's the nice thing of those background instruments is uh is really you just kind of put the same four notes over and over you can coast for your life just yeah just skate right through yeah <laughs> I mean, I had other teachers who hated me. I should say I wasn't just like a very likable child or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, it's, it's yeah. Uh, have you had any of your teachers follow you on Facebook yet? Uh huh. 
How does that feel? Well, I've had I have one teacher following me on Facebook who I liked, who's like cool, pretty cool. And then I have another teacher who I who is following me on Facebook and he was like my enemy. And every oh. time I see anything about and I don't think he I don't know if he knows that. <laughs> and I I really, really don't like him. And everything he does, I'm just like, you, you know, I don't know. He he's very like self-congratulatory. I think he's a politician now. I don't know. I I shouldn't even get into it. <laughs> have you had have you had uh teachers follow you on Facebook? I haven't. It only disappoints me in that I, I really live my life hoping that as soon as I leave, you forget me. So knowing that people just are out there knowing who I was at 12 makes me so desperately <laughs> sad and anxious. Oh, I bet you were a great 12-year-old. Yeah, oh, I don't know, man. I went through a vest and fedora phase, and I just have to live with the fact that other adults know that about me. <laughs> And it makes me so scared to know that, like, there's a 45-year-old man out there who once overheard me say, yeah, I love bright eyes. It makes me so upset. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I I was, I I wonder what they think about me now. And actually, I um, had my physics teacher from high school sent me, he found my email. And I, when I was a um, junior in high school, I was an exchange student in South Africa, which is a crazy experience for a white girl from Corvallis, Oregon. Yeah, because we still got to be on top, but you were in a different place. That's why. Well, but I, we were the first. Wait, what year was this? It was 1999. When was it? When, when, when was it? Wait. Apartheid ended in 1990. Nelson Mandela was elected in 1992. Or maybe it was 1992 and 1994. Um, oh, so you did you get in at the tail end? Like, did you get the last bit of... No, we, it was after, and we were the first people that lived with black families. I was like, I lived with a black South African family. Were they like mad at you? Some of them, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a, that is so, that is maybe the funniest time to be a white person visiting. (laughs) Is as soon as. Also be a 16 year old. Don't. I mean, it was crazy. That but, is so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, but so this, my physics teacher, I wrote him a letter and it was all about like, my, it was, he, he found this letter I wrote him when I was 16 and he sent it to me and it was very embarrassing. <laughs> that I was writing a letter to my physics teacher and that it was like, I, I thought I was really smart. I mean, I was a 16 year old. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I, it's so embarrassing. I just like, I'm so glad that this isn't on the internet. <laughs> you know, like. That's the, that's, the, that's the best thing about teachers is they just let it lie. Because <laughs> I think, I don't know, my, I feel like I, I think, and I don't know if that's everyone is, everyone's experience, but I think I thought I was smart to like 27. And then I was like, oh, wait, I've actually, I'm a very dumb person. Yeah. And now I just feel like every year I age, I'm like, there's so much I actually don't know at all. I think that might be like the most accurate description of getting older, <laughs> especially past the age of 27. It feels crazy. I thought I was so smart when I was like 15. 
and 16. I was just like, I know like everything. What what more could I possibly need to learn? Everything. Yeah, literally what, everything. What I've liked so far, I don't know if you feel this too, but like even though I feel dumber at every turn, I feel mm-hmm. more confident and not in, which is not a great combination. You're like, <laughs> I don't know confident. anything, but by Job, I deserve to be here. <laughs> No, I think that's true. At least, like, I feel more confident in being myself, you know? like Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's like, well, this is who I am. And the older you get, the more you're like, I guess I have to accept that I'm not really going to change. I'm always going to be the, the kid who played <laughs> the trombone and baritone and tuba. Hey, I'm for it. And the pandemic Poorly. has been great for that because it's yeah. like, oh, turns out I don't need any of the people who I was worried what they thought of me. they might be dead and I'm fine this is great (laughs) I haven't been missing them too much yeah just wait till you have a baby they're gonna think you're amazing no matter what you do oh until they become 15 and then they're too smart for me that's true shoot I've been blocking that out oh man you've got so much time I've got so much time I mean I'm I'm so old by the time she's 15 I'll be like 85 It is so. Oh, you're not old at all. No, I'm not. Medically, you have one old organ. Medically, though. You got a collar. Well, I feel like I could probably just talk to you for the rest of the day, but, you know, I know you have things to do, and I have. I was not a joke about me. I don't have things to literally do. Literally, what I was doing before you call, I'm taking inventory of how many uh, ink replacements I have. So, yeah, busy day for me. Okay, well, you got to get back to that inventory. <laughs> got to do that. Mm. Well, it's really great to talk to you. And, you um, well. Lovely to, lovely to see your child. That's so wonderful. Congratulations on all these huge events in your life. It's been a while since we've seen each other slash had the opportunity to, but that is just truly delightful. Well, it's, I was just really so excited to hear you got married. I don't know why getting married is cool, but once I got married, I was like, yeah, I actually am pretty down with this. There's something nice about like, being like, yeah, that's my husband. That's my wife, you know? There's something nice about that. Yeah. And I really like, like there's a comfort, there's a deep comfort in knowing that if something happens to me, they just assume she gets the stuff. <laughs> right. You don't have to. That's really not. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. That is good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that we can uh, talk and hopefully uh, they'll test out the vaccine on a bunch of other people. And um, then maybe in three the years. The French. The French. There's some people who deserve a vaccine test. Just kidding. French. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Well, anyway, let me, let me, what am I, oh, Curtis. Yes. Where can people find your work? Oh, wow. Thanks for asking. You can find me desperately trying to make uh, the art of live performance digestible through the internet on Twitter at, at Curtis underscore Cook. And you can find me on Instagram at, at Curtis Cook Comedy. Uh, Curtis is very good at Twitter. Sometimes he gets in trouble, but it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten kicked off a lot since quarantine, but don't know well, where else to put the rage. You know what? Yeah, it's called protest. Um, well, thank you guys so much for watching. Our show is streamed every week on Facebook and YouTube, and you can follow the Oregonian 
there on YouTube to make sure you see every episode. It's also available as a podcast, which you can find at OregonLive.com slash podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hopefully we'll have a guest next week. If not, I'm going to be off for like a couple weeks because I'm on, I'm getting furloughed like everybody else. Um, it's a, uh, what I would call like a, an unpaid vacation, but that's, it's fine. It's fine. I'm okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that's it. I'm Lizzie Acker. Wash your hands, wear a mask. Thanks, Curtis. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, you can help spread the word by telling a friend or by leaving a rating and review on Apple podcasts. Thanks.